Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Roar. Growl. Snarl. Bellow. Welcome to Paleobites, a podcast that reaches for the heights of Jurassic Park, but probably only makes it to about Land Before Time 12. My name is Matthew Dahl, and each week I and a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur, mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week I'm joined by famed adventurer uh, from the lands of the dragons and the dungeons, <laughs> Lexi Ryan, how are you? It's me! Hi, I'm great! How are you? I'm, I'm good. So what, 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 what's your race again? What's your character again? Well, it depends on the campaign. My OG campaign, my number one campaign, which I'm still in and we're almost done, Waterdeep, yeah. shout out to Waterdeep, um, <laughs> is uh, I am a high elf. Right. And I am a, my class is a ranger. Oh, nice! Super underrated. Yes. Bad rap rangers. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I'm my character is still a ranger. I think rangers are great, and that's yeah. the thing I, I found out. Like, if you're a hardcore D and D person, everyone knows like you pick ranger, and like I find it very newbies are very attracted to the ranger character, but see, it's it's known mechanically in the game as a weak class. See, see, I don't I like choosing any game like that where there's like a tier ranking. It's like this is S tier, this is A tier, this is B tier. I always choose like ones that are people are like, is that right? And like, like that's because I think it's more. Say that anywhere. People just people just have this like the D and D experienced players will come in. You'll come in and be a new person and they'll be like, oh, you're picking a ranger. Right. Hmm. But I just like <laughs> it's 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 one thing to be good at a character that is good. It's another thing to be good at a character that's traditionally not good. Like that's yeah. That's and, really... Yeah. I mean, I I love Zenith, my character. Yeah. I love her. I just think it's like there's this one. Uh, there's this one game I used to play called Heroes of the Storm. It's this uh, video game where you have all these different characters from various Blizzard franchises like Warcraft and Starcraft and Diablo and uh, Overwatch. And uh, one of the characters you could play as is Avathur. And unlike any other character, he cannot fight. Like, he just has to stay in base and use like little symbiotes to interact with the battlefield through his other teammates. And he's a very weird character. And he's not usually picked that much. I got super good at him. People love the underdog. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I I was a master Avatar player. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just like, it's one thing to be good at a character that everyone's good at because it's just a good character, but that's boring. I agree. Yeah, yeah so... like the overpowered ones. Yeah, like, I could, anyone can be good at that character. Not everyone can be a good Avatar player, so... Right. Hmm. But, yeah, so that's... 
Uh, that's good talk. I was going to ask you a question, but that's that's basically okay. the question. There you go. Yeah, we figured it out. It wasn't a dinosaur question, but it was still a great question. I mean, there, <laughs> there are dragons in Dungeons and dragons, dragons. That's true. They're, they're, they, they think that the myth of dragons and, came from dinosaur bones. And here, I'll tie it in. One of my party members, Bernard, who's a bard, often turns into a T-Rex. <gasps> there you go. Whoa, it all comes together. Or, or I don't know the name of it, and I don't believe it's the accurate one that they use in D&D, but what is the large bird that starts with a P? Uh, pterodactyl. Oh, oh yeah. It's, so yeah, it's not pterodact- actually a dinosaur, right? It's not it's, a dinosaur. But it's, it's, it's in, not a bird either. It's into what you would talk about on your show, right? Yeah, well, also, it is closely related to dinosaurs. They're right. called archosaurs, or archosaurs, how yeah. it's pronounced, but... So, like, so anyway, you can turn into one of those. Or oh, a T-Rex. Cool. In d d so That's great. cool. Canonically, you can turn into both of those, so that's good. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, here's a way we can bring it in. So, uh, Poseidon is a god of myths and like Dungeons and Dragons is about myths. <laughs> I don't know. If, maybe your campaign's about myths. That'd be a fun campaign. I don't know. And then there's they're talking about a creature called Xenoposeidon. All right, Zenith is my character's name. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Another, I, I, yours just doesn't begin with an X though, does it? Uh, I didn't spell it that way. But everyone in my in my group is kind of. I, I a couple people were like, "Why are you?" When I first started, "Why are you spelling it with a Z?" And I was like, well, "You know, the Zenith, like the moon. yeah, like the apex." Yeah, like exactly, the exactly. Point. Yeah. But they were like Zena, you know, like Zena spelled with an yeah, X. Zenith is a word though. Exactly my point. Yeah, exactly. No, yes. I got. I'm, I'm glad that okay. I got it. So, okay, but yeah, we're talking about Xenoposeidon, which is means a strange earthquake god, because Poseidon, as well as being the god of the oceans, is also the god of earthquakes, and that's usually what they mean when they mean, name a long neck dinosaur after him, because. Uh, uh, they're so big they cause earthquakes. I guess. I just keep picturing Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean that was good. <laughs> yeah, but maybe I need to, I picture that you know Azina Poseidon with Jason Momoa's head on. Yeah, that'd the be top. good. That's a good sexy Poseidon. <laughs> or or opposite, you the the long neck of a Xena Poseidon and then the body of Jason Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. That'd be really Poseidon, fun. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so in a type, it is a Rebecca-saurid sauropod, which is a group of long-necked dinosaurs with unusual teeth. Rebecca-saur? It's R-E-B-E-C-C-H-I-saurid. I wonder if someone named that after a Rebecca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Rebecca-saurid or something, I don't know. Uh, but they have unusual teeth compared to other long-necked dinosaurs. Some, there's such as Nigersaurus, had duck-like bills with tooth batteries, much like the Hadrosaurus, such as Edmontosaurus and Parasaurolophus. Like Love ducky. That one. Love Parasaurolophus. That's my favorite. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, that's a good one. Um, size 50 to 65 feet slash 15 to 20 meters long, 15 to 20 tons. Okay, so I asked you this a lot before. Yeah, okay, compare it to yeah, something. Compare, yeah, compare it to something. Okay, 50 to you 65 mean, feet. I mean, I guess, I guess if we were talking about Land Before Time style size, like, yeah. is it like a long neck? Like a... It's a little bit shorter than okay. Littlefoot's mother. Like that, li- okay. Uh, Littlefoot's an apatosaurus, and apatosaurus is about 70 feet long, so okay. a little bit shorter than that, but not okay. too much. I, I think 50 I, I feet that. is about an Olympic swimming pool size. Okay, so, no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> a diet herbivore. Or herbivore. I think it's herbivore. You don't know. Herbivore. <laughs> I've never heard of herbivore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pun. Did you just make a pun? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, there's like some of the best dinosaur jokes. Like one of my favorite dinosaur jokes is actually what's a reindeer's least. Wait, what's a dinosaur's least favorite reindeer? <laughs> Comet. <laughs> uh, oh, that one's morbid. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's. <laughs> sad <laughs> it is a bit sad 
Uh, okay, so time early Cretaceous, 140 to 139 million years ago. This is like early, early Cretaceous. The Cretaceous just started. The, so the Jurassic, you know, that's when, like the late Jurassic, that's when Stegosaurus and Allosaurus lived, and that was like 145 million and, years ago. By the way, just, just to clarify, because I heard this recently on a comedy show, and I don't know if it's true. Okay. Um, because of the movies. Jurassic Park has T-Rex. T-Rex never was in Jurassic, nope, right? No, it was not. It's called Jurassic Park because right. it sounds cooler. It does. Some, Cretaceous Park. Or, or Mesozoic Park, which is all that of them. That sounds amazing. You like Mesozoic Park? Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool because that would be more accurate. Shout out that's... to your book. Make it a park. <laughs> Except it's safe. All the lasers. You got to make sure Right. It's safe. <laughs> it's Megazoic Park. So. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that what you said? No, Mesozoic is the oh. name of all. That's the Megazoic is a pun off. It's a Mesozoic. pun off of Mesozoic. Oh. Mesozoic. So that's why anyway, it's Anyway, okay, great. Okay. So, so this was not around when a T-Rex was around. No, uh, it was not at all. Uh, let's see. Uh, location, England. Ooh, oh, you've been preparing so the for accent this. is yes. quite all right with the herbivore. Yes. yes. Uh, all the bloody chaps that when we play rugby, we have to watch out for the Xenoposite. <laughs> Absolutely. Brilliant. <laughs> Dreadful. Oh, don't be daft. <laughs> don't be daft. <laughs> I'm writing a character in my Teslanauts book that's coming up, and she's British, and I'm having a lot of fun with that. I'm trying not to overdo it, to like say, oh, look at yeah. all these British euphemisms. But yeah, I wanna... the big one I learned, because I lived in Wales for a bit, uh, they, they say all the time, Cold blimey. <laughs> Cold, like C-O-H space B-L-I-M- E-Y. Cool, I, blimey. Like, it's an exclamation. Right. Jesus. Right. That, this is very inappropriate, but I really like the word <laughs> wanker. I, well, that's what I wanted to say earlier. I was like, hey, fuck off, you wanker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might have to make this episode explicit, but maybe not. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it's British, so it's really not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're not you, in the context of the situation. It's, right. Okay, uh, let's see. Location England described 2007. Pop culture appearances. I wait, 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 wait. 2007 what? This is when it was described. Described? Okay, so discovered and described are two different things. Okay, this is news to me. I... Yes, because discovered... Actually, I'll get to it. This is very okay. important with Xenoposite. Okay. Because it was discovered... The first bones were discovered in the 1890s. Okay. But it wasn't is... described until 2007. Which is when someone documents it? When someone writes a paper and, like, publishes a paper that's, like, basically, this <laughs> someone, is the species. Someone waited over a hundred flipping years to sit down and be like, remember that dinosaur that my great-great-grandfather <laughs> discovered? Probably should get around to writing that. See, it's actually a really <laughs> funny story, and I'll get to it, because... All right, so pa- pop culture appearances, uh, Paleobites X series, of course, it is for every... Because most of the dinosaurs that, or other creatures that begin with X, they're not in any pop culture. So I'm like, this is the pop culture they're in. Mm. <laughs> My podcast. Yes, make it. <laughs> All right. So uh, not every fossil is found out in the wild and then immediately classified. In fact, often fossils sit in storage at museums for quite a while before people realize there's something different about this one and give it a closer look. This is the case with Xenoposeidon. Uh, whose fossils were uncovered over a quarter century, well, not quarter century, a full century ago, but it wasn't officially described until 2007. What happened was a partial dorsal vertebra was found in the 1890s by fossil collector Philip Ruford. That is British. Yeah. Philip Ruford. Sir Philip Ruford. Sir or Philip L- Lord Ruford. Philip Ruford. Yes, Lord. Yes. <laughs> uh, where's Downton Abbey take place? Is that in England? I don't even know, but Maggie's Miss Amazing, and I've never even watched that show. It could be <laughs> England, or it could be, like, 1800s I'm New sure York. It's, no, it's got to be England. It's yeah. England, with, all, with, those, with that cast. Totally. Yeah, okay, I guess but. that's true. Uh, uh, it was initially declassified within the previously known genus Cetiosaurus, which means whale lizard. And it was actually 
the that that source was the first long neck dinosaur ever named, and thus whenever for a while sometimes they do this with uh, dinosaurs or other creatures if they find a bunch of creatures that look somewhat similar they just put it into that genus at first it's called a waste basket basket taxon. Okay. So, like, every long neck for, like, 100 years was saying, oh, this is another species of Cetiosaurus. Uh-huh. So, and that's what and this what, thing was. Was there not enough of the paleontologists around? Like, what is the... It's just because they didn't have anywhere else like, to put them at the time. They didn't have enough of, a, like, of an example I, to be this like... Is this is how I'm picturing in my head. Do-do-do. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm uncovering this amazing... This is a fossil. Wow, this is amazing. I just found a fossil. And then you get back to a storage unit, you put the fossil in there and go, all right. On to the next thing. <laughs> and then you forget about it for a hundred years, and then you come back and say, gee, I should probably let someone know I found this well, thing. Well, it's funny what happened, because like, they were like, oh, it's Cetiosaurus, and like, oh, that's, that's basically it. We figured it out, put it in the in the storage, and uh, it was stored at the British Natural History Museum. Uh, I've been there. Oh, it's fun. I've never been there. I that's where go. the Rosetta Stone is. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> I remember learning about the Rosetta Stone. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. We finally learned about all that Egyptian mythology, thanks to it. <laughs> Which is messed up stuff. Also, but... you know, communication between Oh, yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> like... that's probably the more important thing. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, so it laid there undisturbed for over 100 years until paleontologists Mike Taylor and Darren Nash, N-A-I-S-C-S-H. Nash or Nash? N-A-I-S-H. Your guess is as good as mine. Nash. It's, some, it's amazing something that's surely just one syllable is so hard to pronounce. Because it's certainly not Nash. Nash. Yeah. Darren Nash, they got real bored, I guess, and decided to look over it again, just like you were saying. Uh, but, the, yeah, but who gave them it? Like that's it was in storage. It was sitting like, there. They're at the museum, and they're like, they're um, like two interns, like, huh, take the sheet off of it. Wow, jeepers! <laughs> like, like, they got, I guess they got drunk, and they're like, let's open that one. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> It was like a Sunday night. The, Everyone this, went home, but they decided I'm, just to... I'm fascinated and horrified at the process. and I have no, I had never heard of this discovered versus described. Yeah. I always assumed someone who finds something freaking amazing, yeah. you're going to want to publish it, write about it, inspect it, do all the things right away. Well, they do, but sometimes they. It, sometimes what happens is that they name it after something that already exists until they later discover, look it over again. Like, actually, that's not right. But why wait? <laughs> that's the part I'm so confused about. But sometimes that happens. Yeah, it's weird. I'm I would just kidding. be like, well... I'm gonna name it after me. Did you say his name is Derek? This is a Derekosaurus. <laughs> yeah, that could work. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Like I get, it's that's weird. I don't. That's it's crazy. Fascinating how it all because there's so many times I see like the fossils were found in the 1970s. It wasn't described until 2004, and I'm like, why? Yes. It's <laughs> like, the biggest question. Uh, so they just realized the vertebrae was rather unusual, with features not seen upon any other long necks, such as distinctive bony struts and sheets that made up the neural arc. Whatever arch, whatever that means. I need to learn more about the technical. I'm guessing, stuff. yeah, I'm guessing it's something right around the brain in the or the. Well, spine. I think the neural, yeah, the spine. It's also yeah. the spine too. It's yeah, not it's just like in the well, head. with yeah. the head and the in the in the spine connect. Yeah. But so they public. So once they realize, oh, this is a new species. This isn't Cetiosaurus. They published a new description of this creature under a new genus, Xenoposeidon. Mm-hmm. This awesome, awesome name was a reference to another dinosaur, Sauroposeidon. Uh, which got its name due to the fact that it was really big and shook the earth as it walked, and Poseidon, as well as being the god of the oceans, was also the god of earthquakes. Um... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Because I always heard Hephaestus was the god of earthquakes. He was the god of volcanoes. I heard, oh, that's true. Because like, I imagined, yeah. I imagined like the earth cracking open and, you know, because yeah. Hephaestus is hammering away. Right, well, I think, well that's why, because like volcanoes actually comes from the name comes from the Roman version Vulcan. of Hephaestus, Vulcan, yeah, yeah so. Yeah. I, okay. I don't know, maybe Hephaestus too, I, I don't know, I've also heard that, so, I was, or, or like the Titans created Earthquake, because like they were, right. you know. There's like, a lot of overlap. There is, there is, there's, there's like, is. A, there's a lot of like, different. There's Apollo and Helios are both gods of the sun. So, yeah. But Apollo's also the god of music, so. Yes, and light, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. Earth, Poseidon. Still, the point is, Poseidon's awesome. Sorrow yeah. Hephaestus <laughs> sounds just like too much of a mouthful. So. Which one? Sorrow Hephaestus yes. is what I'm saying. Is that Sorrow Poseidon? Yeah. yeah. Or Zeno Hephaestus? Well, anytime you can throw Poseidon in somewhere, I think it's a good bet it's that it's so going to cool. be cool. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Zeno Poseidon is one of the dinosaur names that is so cool, like that. I actually refused to use it in my Megazoic books because I was convinced people would think I made fake. it up. Yeah, that's what I would think. If, if, <laughs> yeah. If, yeah, I would absolutely think that would be fake. Yeah, that's in like a, in another a fiction novel. There's yeah. one called Dreadnoughtus too that I also mostly I used the one at the very end. Is yeah, Dread, basically, yeah. it's like Dread. It's too perfect for a sci-fi series about dinosaurs to have a dinosaur named Dreadnoughtus, mm-hmm. like a big ship. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so. A juggernaut. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I actually use juggernauts in my books. Oh, yeah. 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 So, but, that I mean, yeah, but people would think that's like, there's a juggernaut character named Dreadnoughtus, or that's, <laughs> that's too perfect. That can't be real. Yeah. Um, but Xeno Poseidon was similar enough to Soro Poseidon to reference it in its genus name, but different enough to have the Xeno prefix, which means strange or foreign. You know, like, I was about to say xenophology, but that's not a real thing. I meant xenophobia is yes. what I meant to say. Yep. Very um, true. Uh, for a for a while, Xenoposidon was actually different enough that we have no idea what kind of sauropod it was, as there are multiple different families of long-necked dinosaurs with distinguishing characteristics. So, like Littlefoot, he's what's called, um, there's what's a diplodocid long neck, which are ones with long necks, long tails, small bodies, uh, relatively small bodies. Mm-hmm. And they often held their, uh, their necks and tails in a vertical, in a horizontal manner. Mm-hmm. And there's another one called the Brachiosaurids. You remember Brachiosaurus from Jurassic Park? Of course. Yeah, the, yeah. They, they held their necks that more vertically. That was always an easy one for Ryan <laughs> They held their necks more vertically, and they had relatively smaller tails. Interesting. Okay, so, makes sense. So there's a lot of different types of long neck dinosaurs. I've sent you and showed you the cat videos, right? Or the raccoon videos yes, or whatever. Yes, well, I think they're kawadis. Or whatever, whatever yeah, they are. Yeah, they're yeah, running, they're... and then the way that their tails are shaped <laughs> while they run. Google it. I love it. That. It, it so doesn't look like funny. a bunch of little dinosaurs. It's like a little bunch of, but it would be more like a brachiosaurus. Right, like the exactly. The way that it's shaped. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But their tail is up. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but in a 2018 study, it was decided that Xenoposidon was a basal member of the Rebecca Sora 
saurid family of sauropods named after good old Becky. Oh, I was going to say, there, there's Rebecca again. <laughs> Someone loved a girl. Someone loved Becky. Yeah. <laughs> Becky. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was said it was a basal member of the Rebecca saurid family of sauropods, 100, uh, 110 million years older than the previously oldest genus. But honestly, the name alone is the reason it's so notable to me. Xeno Poseidon? Like, what a hell of a name. Yes. <laughs> it is very epic. Xeno Poseidon. Yes. A herd of Xeno Poseidon <laughs> walked, walked across the savannah. Would they walk in herds? Probably. Most long necks mm. were in herds. Okay. I mean, we'd like to think they were. I don't know. It, you can't really tell. I mean, with bones. Sometimes you can't. I know you've said that before. Like, you can't diagnose behavior with bones. But still, you got... From from someone again who is not a dino nerd. I'm sorry, yeah. dinosaur nerd. Oh, of course, we were talking about that before. <laughs> uh, it just I don't know what you guys don't know. You know what I mean? Right. I uh, think no, there's sometimes where you can. If you find a bunch of fossils, a bunch of a bunch of specimens of a single species uh, in the same area, chances are they were together. Mm -hmm. So, well, especially if they're like members of all different age groups. Things. Yeah, like a family. Yeah, yeah. like. And there's probably, like, some landslide or something killed so, them like, all. So, like, I don't know if we covered this the last time I was on the show, but... So, what what age does this dinosaur... Is it true, like, stars and, like, with dogs and stuff? Like, the bigger the animal, the the quicker the life? Uh, it depends on the animal. Mostly reptiles live a lot longer than mammals do. But, okay. But also, I guess, it, and, like, elephants live about 100 years. So. Yeah. So, like, do they know about how, how long dinosaurs could have lived? There could are be? theories, but okay. it's, it's like, it, a lot of the things we could use to figure out, like, the bone rings or whatever, like, trees, mm -hmm. it's kind of like, it works best with a comparison. And since and we have not nothing enough. to compare yeah. it to. Oh, I see. So. Okay. Because it's like, it's like. X is Y plus B, but you don't know what Y and B are. Mm -hmm. It's like that kind of thing. So yeah. it's an unsolvable equation. Yeah, that'd be a rough one to get in a math test. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, uh, yeah, no, so we don't know. But there, some people think they lived about 20 to 30 years. Some people... This this one or dinosaurs just, in general? Just, just in big general. ones Even in a, a big ones. Okay, I was going to say, uh, what about the, some like, the tiny guys? Some people think they lived over 100 years. It's hard to... Really? Okay. It's hard to tell. One thing we do know is that they aged up very quickly. Really? Okay. Yeah, like they... like. There's a short puppy phase, very, very short. Right. Yeah. Well, and also, like, dinosaur eggs don't get nearly as big as the creatures that, that lay them would suggest. Yeah. Because, like, a long-necked dinosaur is about 70, like this one's like 65 feet long, the biggest. It probably weighs an egg about no bigger than a soccer ball. So like the biggest dinosaur having having a baby, what am I holding? Can I hold this egg? Oh yeah, absolutely. I can hold it. I can yes. support the weight. Yeah, okay. no problem. Yeah, they're, huh. yeah they, they're very small. Yeah, you're talking about the size of a swimming pool. I would not think. Yeah, exactly. You'd think it'd be like an egg the size of a car Yeah, I mean, or like, even if you look at the ratio with chickens, like that's, you know, that's a probably an egg, what? 15 to yeah, 15 so, times. Yeah, well, like the kiwi. You know the kiwi? It's yeah, a yeah, big yeah. New Zealand bird yeah. that lays an egg a third of its New size. New Zealand, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, but we know that they aged up really quickly. Okay. Somehow we know that. So, at the very least, they grew very okay. quickly. Yeah, I've never asked that. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's basically it about Xenoposite. It's just like a typical long neck with a very interesting history in terms of our knowledge of it. Yeah, and really... a cool name. And it's British, y'all. <laughs> British, y'all? British, y'all. You know, that's exactly we're, we're how, how them Brits British, talk a bit. They talk like this, right? 
Blimey. Oh, blimey. As they would say, oh, blimey, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think of what... There was a movie I know where someone's like, oh, blimey. Yeah, Harry Potter, probably. I don't know, but something like that. Because, like... You know, Harry Potter, was, well, he says that all the, all, all the time, right? Where, or Ron, Ron says yeah. that, yeah. Oh, blimey, would. at least in the in the book. I don't know if his character does, but in Harry Potter text, mm. definitely. Okay. Blimey, cool. Harry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, bloody hell. Yeah, right. <laughs> Bloody hell, love that too. <laughs> and again, the classic wankers. <laughs> yeah, that's not in Harry Potter. <laughs> no, of course it's not. <laughs> but there are definitely some characters where you can be like, Harry could just be like, You fought Voldemort's a wanker. <laughs> he killed my parents. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but, <laughs> but it's true. It's true, though. No, Voldemort is a bloody wanker. <laughs> he's a bloody wanker. He, Anyways, he's a murderer. <laughs> all right, we're at everyone's favorite part of the show, maybe. I don't know. We're right at the animal one out of 65 million. Uh, this gets like 20 or 30 million just for name alone. Gosh, I wish I recalled what I rated the other ones. I don't recall what because I Because I, I, for context, you know? Yeah, I, 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 that would be nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I rate anything. I've Let's lost track. See. Of... I'm just going to pull a number. Oh, okay, it's out of 65 million. Yes, because that's how many millions of years ago the dinosaurs died okay, out. I'm going to say like 38 million. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it like 50 million, honestly. I'm going to say make 38 it... million. Because and, and this is this is why I I don't like this whole described versus discovered thing. It's not that different from a Brachiosaurus in terms of all the dinosaurs. Yeah. So it's, it's nothing new and shocking to me. Like some of the other things we've talked about. Yeah. So yeah, I guess I'm that's like, true. Solid thirty-eight million. Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure I rated one of them three hundred ninety-four. So thirty-eight million is not too bad. Oh, that's bad. right. Oh, that's right. We were talking about the Harry Potter one. Three hundred and ninety-four. Yes. Well, and Rickman reads that. Yes. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, okay, you, you convinced me. 45 million as well, right? Yeah. It's just mostly the name. Just like a solid name. A cool guy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a good, or gal. Like, yeah, I want to be friends with Xena Poseidon, I guess. But Yes. All right, well, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact me at matchd at matthewdonncareer.com. You can find me on social media at matthewdonncareer on Facebook, at matthewdon64 on Twitter, and matthewdon64 on Instagram. If you want, if you want to see Lexi on it, don't you talk about I'll your Instagram? I have an Instagram. Instagram. Yes. yes. I do. What is your it's Instagram? A, at Lexi L E X I Ryan R Y A N forty four. That's it. Nice. Oh, I lied. It's Lexi Tate. Lexi I was Ryan's say, my real name. It's Lexi Tate. You know, try both. Like Tate, but with up. a T. Yeah. T A T. Yes. Tate. That's your middle name, right? It is my middle name. Yes. Okay. Cool. Uh, if you're interested in writing, I have another show called The Ritwit, where two twits talk about writing. Uh, you've been on two episodes. I have. Yes. It feels like so many more because you've I've listened to so many different parts of it. It's so we're, great. We're nearing our hundredth episode. Actually, by the time this episode Woo! comes out, we are we've passed our hundredth episode. So yay! I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write like a thirty minute skit for that one. <laughs> it's gonna be a pain in the <laughs> totally. ass. Totally. Oh, that'll be. I'm excited for it. Thanks. Um, if you're interested in reading, I have a book series on Amazon called Megazoic, available for print and Kindle. We were talking about it, how I don't use Xenoposidon. Yeah, right? I was going to say, spoiler, there's no Xenoposidon. There is no Xenoposidon. <laughs> there is one Trinomus. And, and, spoiler, there are lasers. There I also are said lasers. that. There are plenty of lasers. There's a lot of lasers. A lot of turrets. <laughs> in fact, one of my friends who was reading it, he knows to the end, there's a lot of turrets in this book. Turrets are pretty pretty B.A. in my opinion. Yeah. You know? Dinosaur's pretty B.A. if he's got a turret. You know? B, he's got a good Bachelor of Arts, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a, a sophisticated and educated chap. Yes. <laughs> Alright, that's it for this week. And as we say at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites, uh, I guess something British, like, Blimey! Cool, oh, blimey! Cool, blimey! Xena Poseidon! Xena <laughs> Poseidon, get in the bloody scrum! <laughs> 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.